0: Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's word. So, across all campuses we have been looking at The gifts, or not the gifts, the gift of the Holy Spirit. We've been focusing on the Holy Spirit. And some really, really important and very awesome messages have come forth. Um, When I do my ironing on Monday mornings, I listen to SoundCloud and all the other messages. Um, Can you hear me? I listen to SoundCloud and I listen to all the other messages that come from all the other campuses. Um, and I've received so much, and I want to encourage you guys to go on SoundCloud, you just put in your phone, soundcloud.com I think, and you listen to all of the other messages that came from, from the campuses, it's like, especially if you're like, doing nothing. Um, make some time, make notes, or if you're doing some work that doesn't require concentration, like ironing, or you're doing the dishes, listen to those messages. Okay, because it's really so amazing to hear that um, all of the campuses, they've been told to, to focus on the Holy Spirit. Eh? Mm. But it's interesting to hear that we all focus on the same points. Um, all that's been said is preach on the Holy Spirit. And as I've been listening to the other messages, it's interesting that we, we hit the same topics. We, we get to the same aspects. We focus on the same things. Um, All of the other campuses has focused on these four aspects of the Holy Spirit or with regard to the Holy Spirit, and that is relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Relationship with God came through very strong. Mm -hmm. The importance of the written Word of God in relation to the Holy Spirit. Our inheritance as believers being the Holy Spirit. We we hear about inheritance a lot as Christians, but we, we always wonder what is it. Our inheritance as believers is, is the Holy Spirit and then Christ in us living through us. So allowing the Holy Spirit to work in us and to work through us. Okay, In some way shape or form these topics were spoken of in all the campuses and all that we knew was to preach on the Holy Spirit and that just shows us how the Holy Spirit works. Right? Yeah? It's very cool. Okay, so today we are going to start looking at the gifts of the Spirit. Gifts of the Spirit. Um, But first, how do we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? How do we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? Uh, We have learned how great the Holy Spirit is, how important it is that we allow Him to speak and work through us. We, We want to flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We are excited to do that, but many times we don't know how to actually do that practically, all right? Um, I'm going to refer again to Rita, um, Rita's message a few a few weeks ago, and Emily also preached about it. Um, she preached on four points. Yeah? Oh, I'm hot. I'm very hot, guys. <laughs> it's extremely hot here in the front. Um, she said those four points were meditate on the word, yeah? do the word. Number two, give the word first place in your life and instantly obey the word. Do you remember those four points? Mm-hmm. No? Meditate on the word, do the word, give the word first place in your life, and number four, instantly obey the word, Okay. because this is why it's so important. Hearing God and starting to function in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, growing as a Christian, it all starts with the Word of God. Yeah. Amen? It really starts there. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> that if you want to grow as a Christian, that is, that is where, where we all start. Alright? We place great value and importance on the written word. And when I say the written word, I refer to the Bible. Alright? That's the written Word of God. Because it is the primary way for us to start knowing God. Alright? There's nothing else. Alright? And having a relationship with Him, it is through the Word. That is why it is so important. Meditate on the Word. I'm going to give you those four points again. You need to, you need to write this down if you're not going to remember it. Meditate on the Word. Do the Word. Give the Word first place in your life. And instantly obey the word if you read something where he says, Do this. For instance, go into the world, preach the gospel. Do the word. It is very, very important. That is that is where the Christian life starts, guys. Alright. In John fourteen, verse twenty five, John fourteen verse twenty-five, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. John 14 verse 25 I am telling you these things now while I'm still with you this is Jesus speaking but when the father sends the advocate as my representative that is the Holy Spirit he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you okay so Jesus is going away he's going back to the father and he says Uh, The Father sends you the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit. He will teach you everything. And also, this is very important, He will remind you of everything I have told you. Okay, so, who was there when Jesus walked on the earth? None of us, no? None of us were there. There's no one still alive today, physically, yeah, that was with Jesus when He walked on the earth. Okay? But, How do we know Jesus then? How do we, how do we know of all of this? How do we know Jesus existed from the, from the Word, no, from Scripture? Okay, so it is the Gospels and the Scriptures that point to Jesus in the Old Testament and the letters of Paul. That is the written Word of God and the Holy Spirit that is where we where we hear what Jesus said. No? What Jesus it is recorded in the Gospels. Jesus did this. Jesus did that. He said this and he said that. <clears throat> so this Scripture promises us the Holy Spirit. He will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Now, yeah. when you meditate on the Scripture, when you read on the Scripture, when you go to God for relationship then whenever you need to minister and go out, the Holy Spirit will remind you of what Jesus said. But we weren't there in person, so we need to read the Word. That is why Rita's Four Points is so important. Because God speaks to us through His Word. If we don't meditate on the Word of God and fill our minds, fill our thought life, we have a lot of time to think about a lot of things. Many people can worry all day long, but they can't think of the Word, no. If we can worry all day long, surely we can meditate on God's Word all day long as well. Even if it's just one scripture verse, alright? If we do not meditate on the Word of God and fill our minds and fill our thought life with the Word, how will the Spirit then be able to remind us of what Jesus said? If you never read it in the first place, amen? Ok, so I'm speaking from my personal experience here today. If I trust for a word for someone, the scriptures that come to my mind is the scriptures that I have read, né? the scriptures that I have meditated on, the scriptures that I have studied. I might not remember the book or the chapter number or, or the verse number, but you remember a sentence. Né? And then you can go look it up, go look it up on Google, go page through your Bible. Um, but if I ever read the Word, if I never uh, think about what it says, the Holy Spirit will have nothing to remind me of. Okay? I don't want to limit you or say that the Holy Spirit cannot speak to you at all if you don't read the Word. Okay? Uh, maybe He will speak to you in some other way, but I'm, what I'm saying is that uh, that is how it is for me. If I didn't read the Word, I would have nothing to give. We need to fill ourselves in order to give something out. Okay. The Holy Spirit has to follow what the Word says. If, it is, if it's not in the Word, then it's not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's something else. Amen. Okay, so the written Word of God is our primary, is God's primary way of speaking yes, to yes. us. It's God's primary way of speaking to us. Primary means first, alright? It's God's first way of speaking to us. Why would God say anything more to us no, if we haven't even made time to read what He already revealed in His primary revelation to us? Okay, Why would He give you more direction if you are not already doing what He instructed you to do Amen. in the first place? Amen? So you guys understand? you agree? Spending time meditating on the Word of God in relationship with Him is the starting point. That is where it starts. That is where maturity in the Christian life starts, and it is super, super important. Any gift of the Holy Spirit is measured against the written word. Okay? Listen to that statement again. Any gift of the Holy Spirit, whether it's a, a, a word of prophecy, teaching, encouragement, prophecy, revelation, wisdom, and interpretation of tongues, um, it must be evaluated according to the Word of God. Think of it this way. Think of the Word as an answer sheet. You know, in school, you, you have a teacher and she has to mark the tests of the students. No? She has an answer sheet. If the answers don't agree with the answer sheet, they are wrong. No? Okay, so that is how the Word is. We have to evaluate every, every word that we receive every word that we give according to the Word of God. Okay. But first, what does the Holy Spirit sound like? Okay, so once again I'm not going to say that it is impossible for God to speak to you in an audible voice, no? You're not going to... I don't want to say it's impossible, but if you hear voices, then maybe just come to the leaders, alright? And we'll pray for you. If you hear voices in your head, But it's not impossible. (laughs) God spoke to Paul from heaven. So it can happen. After that, Paul was led by the Holy Spirit through dreams and visions. And he received the revelations that he shared in his letters to the churches, also through visions and dreams. That's how God led him. Alright, you can go look at 2 Corinthians 12 verse 1, which I'm not going to read now. But Paul speaks about having been caught up to the third heaven and how he received visions and dreams and teaching and and revelation that he then shares in in his letters. But Acts 16, Acts 16 verse 9, we can go read. Acts 16 verse 9. That night Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him. Come over to Macedonia and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once. Having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. Okay, so here we see that God had a vision. Ach, not God. Paul had a vision in the night. What do you call that? A dream, man? He dreamt a dream in the night about a man from Macedonia calling him to come over there so that they can preach the gospel. All right. So the, the Holy Spirit can speak to us through dreams and visions. I have had dreams, but I have not had a vision while I was awake. Okay. But notice what Paul was already doing when he received more specific leading from God. What was he doing? Can you guess? The, the clue is not in that verse, but there is a bit of a clue there. Uh, What was Paul doing when he received this more specific uh, direction from the Lord? He was meditating yeah, on the Word. Uh, Let's read verse 10. He says, So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. So Paul was preaching the good news. He was already doing what God told him to do. And that is why God gave him some extra direction, alright? <clears throat> I do not think that God would give you more specific direction if you're not already following the basic teachings, alright? Amen. Amen. If you're not already doing what he, he said for you to do in His Word, why would He give you any more specific things to do, alright? For me personally, most of the time, the Holy Spirit speaks through my thoughts. Yes. Okay, There are times when He gives us scripture from other people, other people encourage us with scripture, uh, and that maybe confirms what we've been praying about. Like, For instance, when Anthony and I moved down to Cape Town, I had the desire, I was feeling like God was saying, go to Cape Town and join Grace Life, okay? but I said, alright Lord, Confirm this for me and then he gave me uh, the scriptures from uh, It was Elijah God told Elijah go to the to the desert and there will be a river and the the crows will feed you there So there's certain times when you ask for direction from the Lord and he will confirm it with His word once again There, eh? but from day to day most of the time the Holy Spirit uh, speaks through my thoughts and it all happens by faith. Yeah. It happens by faith. If you are not born again, you cannot hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Alright. Because He is not on the inside of you. That makes sense, right? If if He's not on the inside of you, how can you hear Him? But if we know that if you believe the Gospel, and you know that you are born again, you know, and the Holy Spirit came to live in you, then we know this for a fact. That you can and you do hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alright. If you're a believer here today, maybe we should raise our hands. If you're a believer, raise your hand. We're all believers here. So that means that you can hear Him and you do hear Him. Alright. The reason why we think we sometimes miss Him or the reason we believe we don't hear Him is because we don't recognize when He is speaking. Alright? We don't recognize it. And we think that it's our own thoughts and our own imagination. Alright? Yeah. Jesus speaks in John 10 verse 26. John 10 verse 26. And He speaks to the Pharisees, but His disciples is there with Him. John 10 verse 26, He says, But you believe not. Because you are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. Verse 27, John 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice. Jesus says that. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Verse 28. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Okay, so here we see that if you have eternal life, if you're a believer, you do hear his voice. That's what Jesus said. Amen? He says, My sheep hear my voice. Okay, so say that with me. I can hear, hear, and I do hear hear, the voice of Jesus. The voice of Jesus. Alright. That is something that we need to convince ourselves of. Because it is the truth. Alright. Even if you don't believe it. Even if you don't think that you are worthy of it. Even if you don't feel like it. This is the truth of the word. He says, my sheep do hear my voice. Alright. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. 1 corinthians 2 verse 10 i'm going as fast as i can guys (laughs) it's very hot in here but think of it this way after now you can go to the beach and then you can go share the gospel with someone at the beach (laughs) And then you can go for a swim and cool down. Alright, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. That's cool. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Alright. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Verse 13. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. And then he gives the answer. But we have the mind Amen. of Christ. Amen. That is awesome. Wow. Amen? Amen. The Spirit of God. If we, we, we read there in verse 10. The Spirit of God who, read, who, who searches and who knows the deep things of God. Who knows the very thoughts of God. Think about that. Have you ever wondered what God thinks about? Oh. No? The very thoughts of God. We have received that Spirit. That is awesome. This is all true if you're a born-again believer. The Spirit makes it possible for us to understand what He has freely given us by His grace. We are able to speak in words taught to us by the Holy Spirit. We are able to explain spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. Okay, This could refer to... um, the gift of tongues, but I believe it refers to the gospel of God's unconditional love and grace. God's nature, His heart towards us, His deepest thoughts, His wisdom, His way of salvation. We preach with words inspired by the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm getting all of this uh, from 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. Eh? I encourage you to go read 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10 to uh, 16 again and meditate on that. It's very powerful, alright? it is. It says also that the person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things. No? There in verse 15, the person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things. That word judgment is translated evaluate. We evaluate everything in life according to the Spirit, according to God's Word. Difficult situations, other people, directions in life how to handle finances, we have the ability to evaluate not with earthly wisdom and logic and reason, no? but we, with the spirit in us, we can evaluate from an internal mindset, from a spiritual uh, mindset. We get to make spirit-led decisions. We as believers has, have this great advantage. We don't have to depend on just human knowledge logic and reason, even though those things are good and some people need to use a bit more common sense. No? <laughs> Amen. But we have the amazing advantage of drawing wisdom, no? drawing advice from the Spirit of God. That's a huge advantage actually. God knows all things from beginning to the end. Amen? He knows what will happen if you turn left. He knows what will happen if you turn right. He knows what will happen in the future. He knows what will happen if you take this road or that road. He knows everything. Isn't it awesome to think that you have that knowledge? You can draw from that knowledge. That's awesome. Alright. He is freely given to us. And yet we, we so many times, do not draw on it. It's just relationship. If we live life in relationship with God, we'll, we'll have awesome lives, I tell you. Okay, so God is inviting you to do life with Him. Trusting not in your limited wisdom, we can see only a little way into the future. You can make plans, you can think, Okay, Monday I'm going to iron the clothes, go for a run, go to work. That is all we can do. We can only hope and and dream maybe of what is in the future. But God knows. He knows what is in the future. Alright, and He can tell you through His Spirit. Uh, Proverbs 3 verse 5. Anthea shared the scripture with me. She she told me last night or the aunt um, the night before. Anyway, but God has been speaking to Anthea about this verse and she, she told me the verse and I thought yo, that's going to work awesome in my message. <laughs> so Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Proverbs 3 verse 5 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Huh? Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do and He will show you which path to take. <laughs> that is so awesome. Isn't that beautiful? beautiful? It begins with trusting Him. And let me tell you, you can trust Him. Amen. You know you can trust the Lord. He is your good, good Father. Amen. Amen. And He has the best in mind for you. Alright. He will lead you on the best path. Because He knows what is good for you. And He knows He knows which path for you is the best. And finally, uh, I just want to look at that scripture again. Verse 16, where he says, Who has known the mind of the Lord as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. Let's say that. I have the mind of Christ. Let's say again. I have the mind of Christ. Amen. Um, scripture in Proverbs 3.5, could you just uh, reiterate that again? To me? Yes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Because our understanding is limited, no? Mm. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. So this translation might be different from other translations, yeah. no? Yeah, you eh? I don't have the King James with me, do you? Yeah, yeah. Trust the, trust the Lord, your heart, and not in your own understanding. Mm. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Yeah. It says exactly the same. The yeah. meaning is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Lean not on your own understanding. Trust in Him. Alright. Okay. So, like I said, the Spirit speaks to us through our own thoughts, through our own mind. The voice of the Holy Spirit is going to sound like your own voice. Alright? He speaks to us through ideas and thoughts that He puts into our mind. Okay? It is not impossible, but really, are you going to hear voices in your head? And, like I said, if you hear voices, please come talk to us. Following the leading of the Holy Spirit and flowing in the gifts of the Spirit is all done by faith. You go to God in prayer, in your mind, or out loud, no? uh, whatever you prefer, and you ask Him to give you a word. Alright? You ask Him to give you wisdom, you ask Him for a prophecy, and then you become quiet and you listen. All right, That is very important. So you go to Him in faith. You're believing that the Lord is going to speak to you now. You make time for Him. You sit with the Word. You say, Lord, please speak to me. Give me wisdom for this situation. Give me insight into that situation. What do I need to say here? How can I minister to this person? And then you actually, with an expectancy, be quiet and you listen, alright? You think. Let go of any fear that you might not get a word. Let go of feeling pressure to try and think of something. Okay? Forget about yourself. Don't worry about if the word is accurate or inaccurate. Don't worry if it sounds too simple or if it makes no sense. All right? It might not make sense to you, but it makes a lot of sense to someone in a specific situation for who that word is. Okay? All right. So whatever thoughts and pictures or ideas or words or even scripture verses that come to your mind, that is the Lord speaking. Alright. So do you all get that? No? Amen. Yes. Number one, we go to Amen. Faith. Faith. So that is a position of trusting. Okay, the Lord is going to speak to me now. I'm going to receive something from the Lord. You have to have that expectancy. Okay. Then you are quiet. And you listen and then do not let anything pressure you don't worry about how you look what what needs to happen don't feel pressure don't don't fear that you're not gonna get a word you're just quiet and then the first thought or picture or word that comes into your mind we trust that that is the Holy Spirit all right Unless it's uh, God doesn't love you, then it's not Him. <laughs> All right, Be- that, and that is where we, where the word comes in. How we test it according wow. to the word, yes, yeah. amen. Amen. because a word like um, "jump off the roof" is that from God? Uh, no, uh, no. Jesus loves you. Is that from God? Yes. yes. Amen. All right. So we, like I said earlier, we we use the word like a a, a test um, answer sheet. Does it comply with the word? Does it agree with the word? Yes, then it's a good word. Alright. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 25. And I'm almost done. This is, I think, my last scripture. Um, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 25. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 25. Okay, listen to what Paul says here. He gives us a few pointers. This is the answer sheet. Yeah? This is uh, like what we can use to evaluate the gifts of the Holy Spirit, whether this person is um, has received this word from the Spirit or not. Alright? This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. That's very important. Okay? So, a word must create harmony among the members, that is peace, agreement, so that all the members care for each other. Alright? The words that we share, the prophecies, the the insight, it is for the purpose of caring for each other. 1 Corinthians uh, 14, 26 Well, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. When you meet together, One will sing, another will teach, another will tell some special revelation God has given. One will speak in tongues, and another will interpret what is said. But everything, this is important, but everything that is done must strengthen all of you. Alright? I think the other translations use the word edify or build up. Uh, But everything that is done must strengthen all of you, no more than two or three should speak in tongues, they must speak at uh, one at a time and someone must interpret what they say. This is if we speak in tongues in the assembly. Someone says, I have a tongue on my heart and they come to the front and they speak in tongues. No? But then we've also got personal tongues, no? where you speak in tongues in your personal time with the Lord, or soft, softly while you're worshiping, or whatever. All right, so there's those Two kinds of tongues. But yeah, let's let's read further. Verse 28 But if no one is present who can interpret, they must be silent in your church meeting and speak in tongues to God privately. Let two or three people prophesy and let the others evaluate what is said. There Paul tells us we must evaluate what is being said. But if someone is prophesying and another person receives a revelation from the Lord, the one who is speaking must stop. In this way, verse 31, all who prophesy will have a turn to speak, one after the other, and then year again, so that everyone will learn and be encouraged. Okay, So that is one of the purposes of the, the words of knowledge or word of wisdom or teaching, so that everyone will learn and be encouraged. Verse 32, remember that people who prophesy are in control of their spirit, and can take turns, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. Alright? As in all the meetings of God's holy people. Okay, so here Paul was writing to a church that was going completely crazy. Alright? They were a bit too charismatic. Alright? Uh, they were in disorder. Um, and it seems like their meetings were chaotic, like one was speaking in tongues out loud and that one was giving a teaching and this one was giving interpretation of tongues and it was just crazy. So that is why he says to them, he gives them these rules to just make sure that the, the service went um, w- was, was um, understandable so that everyone could understand right, and learn and be encouraged. Alright. So, the gifts of the Spirit, this is what they need to comply with, alright? So, the first one, it should create peace and harmony, okay? Peace and harmony. It should create unity among us, alright? If a, if a word does not create unity, then it's probably not from God. If a word causes us to divide... If it's, if it's um, controversial, then it's not from God, alright? One of the things that they need to, to comply with is peace and harmony. Number two, to care for each other. So we see the motivation is love, man. If we care for each other, we love each other. So when we give a word, it should be caring, loving, man. Then we also see from the scriptures that we just read, we need to it is for the strengthening of each other. Né? We strengthen each other's faith. Alright? Then we also see, see that we need to learn. It is so that we all can learn. And then also encourage. Alright? So yeah. That is the criteria. And we'll just act if we didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> So. Alright, so now we are going to. What time is it now? Yeah, okay. We are going to do a little exercise. And don't worry, you're not going to get hot. You're just going to write a few things. Okay. I'm going to ask um, Anthea to give out some pens and a paper to every person. A pen and a paper for every person and please give back the pens at the end of the at the end of the service unless you really need one alright if you really need a pen then you can have it okay Yeah, if you have a pen you don't have to uh, take a pen no? so just to summarize right? the Holy Spirit speaks to us through our thoughts Through our ideas, through images and pictures that God puts into our hearts, into our minds. You're not going to hear a voice such as Philip, tell them to say this or that, or say this to that person. It's going to be your own voice. Alright? He speaks to us through our own thoughts. Alright? And then also, we use the Word of God to check whether a word is from him or not. Alright? It needs to bring peace and harmony. It's, it must come from a place of love. Caring for each other. It is for the purpose of strengthening another believer. We learn something. It is for our encouragement. Okay? A word must build up the other person. Alright? And that could be as simple as Jesus loves you, all right? It's very simple. So we are going to do our exercise now. Amen. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.